0: In today's Untidy Methodist, the question is, what's next? Let's dig in. Today's passage comes from John chapter 8, verses 1 through 11. While Jesus went to the Mount of Olives, early in the morning he came again to the temple. All the people came to him, and he sat down and began to teach them. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery, and making her stand before all of them, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. Now what do you say? They said this to test him so that they might have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, let any one among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. And once again he bent down and wrote on the ground. When they heard it, they went away one by one, beginning with the elders. And Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus straightened up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, sir. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go your way, and from now on do not sin again. This is one of the most well-remembered passages in the Bible. We often use this to talk about forgiveness and grace and how Jesus took a surprising approach when he was being tested by the scribes and Pharisees. Jesus stood up for the law, but he didn't stand up for hypocrisy. Where was the man in all this? Getting away with it, but not her. This woman's life was on the line, and Jesus gave her grace, forgiveness, and a chance to go in a different direction for her life. We often place ourselves alongside Jesus in this story. We certainly couldn't be the hypocritical scribes and Pharisees looking for a chance to trick Jesus while putting someone else's life on the line. And we surely couldn't be the woman who was caught in the middle of all this, could we? When we judge others harshly, when we seize an opportunity to make someone pay, we are playing the role of the scribes and Pharisees. I'll come back to them another day. For now, let's put ourselves in the place of the woman who is in the center of this story. We all make mistakes. We all fall short. Whether our particular sins match this poor woman isn't the point. We all mess up. We all need forgiveness and grace. We all need that chance to, as it says in our invitation to communion, to lead a new life following the commandments of God. The question after that becomes, what's next? What do we do when we mess up? How do we act when we are forgiven and when we receive the grace that we long for? In in Methodist theology, we call it sanctifying grace. It's a recognition that when we accept Christ, we are still baby Christians, and sanctifying grace is what we experience for the rest of our lives. It's it's how we learn and grow in our faith and how we learn and live out what God has planned for our lives. This also applies to all of us as a church and, and all of us as a society. It's a debate we're having right now. There is an increasing recognition that things have not been right or fair for many people, particularly people of color, along with other groups that have been marginalized in our society over time. We are recognizing the problem, and that is an important first step. But that next step, what's next, is even more important. If we recognize a problem and shrug it off, or if we believe it's too hard to fix or change, or... If we just don't know what to do and give up because we don't know, then recognizing a problem doesn't do a thing. The woman caught in adultery was given forgiveness and grace and also a challenge to go and sin no more. We as a nation, as a people, as a society, have a chance to live up to the ideals we espouse. We have an opportunity to truly live out the ideal that all men and women are created equal. But it takes our willingness to do What's next? Now that will take different forms for different people. It can start as simple as listening to the heartache and suffering of people who have been pushed down. It can take the form of speaking out when someone says something hurtful and destructive. It most certainly involves treating everyone as who we really are. We are all children of a loving God. Whatever path you and I choose, I hope it will be done recognizing the grace we have all been given. And I hope we will act in a way that works to set things right, to follow the challenge that Jesus gave the woman in this passage, to go and sin no more, to go and do what's next. Will you pray with me? Loving God, we thank you for the grace you have given us. Help us to recognize whatever we need to change in our lives and and help us to do better. Help us to make a difference for all your children. Help us to remember your Son's example as we take on what's next. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Untidy Methodist. You can find us on Facebook, on SoundCloud, and on iTunes. Please like and subscribe and tell a friend. Your comments, your suggestions, and most of all, your prayers are most appreciated.